When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Sunday, February 18th, and we are here trying to help you make better financial decisions or maybe just guide you along the way, present options, maybe even try to help you prioritize the things that you are contemplating. And sometimes you come in with one set of circumstances and certain priorities, we talk it through, and then you say, eh, maybe not that. That's really the beauty of joining us live because we ask a lot of follow-up questions and it's kind of collaborative. I really do enjoy that so much. So if you have a question, just go to jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and we will get your note. While you're on the website, don't forget, The Great Money Reset, it's out in paperback, so check it out. Today, we're talking to Catherine, who's on the line from the Pacific Northwest. I am calling kind of like a lot of your callers to find out how am I doing? Am I on track? I have a little bit of extra income every month, about $475. And I am wondering if I should start putting that towards um, my kids' education, but I want to make sure retirement is in a good place first before I kind of commit that somewhere else, I guess. Okay, great. So Catherine, how old are you? I am 44. Are you married, partnered? Married. My husband is 45. And you guys both work? Yes. How much do you guys earn? Um, combined, we earn just over 202000 And then we do um, get a little rental income, about 24000 a year. Okay, great. And so you've got good cash flow based on that. Are you both using um, retirement plans? Yes. Um, my husband is a small business owner, so he has a simple IRA and we max out his annual contribution and his work provides a 3% match. I work at a public university, so I have I will receive a pension and that is split between both a pension and a defined benefit package. I also contribute to my 403B and a 457. Oh my God. How much are you putting away um, when you look at your contribution part of it? What are you putting away into that? 
Um, my contribution to my 403B, we try to max it. The way um, my HR has it set up is kind of funny. They won't let you put in a set dollar amount. You have to put a percentage of mm-hmm. your paycheck. So mm-hmm. I can't exactly match it because it never percentages Right, never out quite right. works, right? How much yep. are you putting into the 457? Right now we put 9000 a year in the 457. And are these uh, traditional or Roths? I'm both Roth. My husband's simple is a traditional, though. Do you like what you do at the public university? I do. Um, the only downfall is um, my job is completely research-based, um, mm-hmm. which I think is great, but it means it's all funded by what they call soft money or grants. Mm-hmm. And so um, I kind of operate on a two to four year window. You know, we get a grant yeah. that might last for two years, it might last for three. Um, the longest I've ever had is five. So there's always a little bit of question of hopefully that next grant comes along. Okay. If you were to stick around, tell me about how, how the pension would work. The university contributes um, for me to the pension, five and a half percent of my salary. Currently, uh, my last time I logged in to see what my pension benefit was, I kind of basically said um, if I were to quit my employment when my current grant ends, but then obviously not take my pension until 65, um, mm-hmm. they had it at about 1400 a month. That's pretty good if that's like where you are today and it's you only have upside in it. There's no downside. Yes. Uh, how much money have you saved in the 403B and 457 plans? The 403B balance currently is at 209000 And the 457, we just opened a couple of years ago. We just started doing that one. And so it's at about 28000 And what about your husband, Simple? 355000 Hmm, That's good. Are there any other investments that you have? Well, we'll talk about the rental in a second, but any other investments that you have, like a non-retirement account or 529 account for kids? My husband and I both have Roth IRAs. Mm-hmm. His balance is about 134000 My balance is 160000 I inherited a 403B back in 2004. Mm-hmm. Its current balance is at 123000 and I get an annual distribution from that. I actually just got it two days ago. And this year it was $2,600. Um, we also have a brokerage account. And its current balance is at about 126000 We have an emergency fund at about 53000 We have another account that is making our current car payments. But it is at just about 34000 the investment side from my work uh, account is mm-hmm. at about 58000 And then our two college funds, we have one for each kid. One is at 51000 and one is at 41000 Wait a minute. You work at a public university. You get any break on, on tuition? If they stayed in our state, um, I believe I would pay either 20 or 30% tuition. Stay in that state, girl. Come on. All right. You guys are in amazing shape. So now tell me about the house and the rental property. So first, let's do the rental property. You say you get about $24,000 a year from the rental property. What's the what's the rental property worth? This is one of the things that confuses me a little bit, I guess. Um, we are a quarter owners in my husband's office building. So overall, they estimate it's probably worth $1.2, $1.3 million. So we mm-hmm. kind of figure our share is about 
2000. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the sort of thing that was just presented to us about two years ago. One of the previous owners needed to be bought out and the mm-hmm. remaining three did not want to split up their share. So they gotcha. offered it to us. Okay. So it was just kind of handed to us all of a sudden. And so I never really, it was never a part of my overall financial plan. And so I feel like I don't really know how to think about it. So we receive $2,000 a month in rent for it, but the mortgage payment is only like fifteen twenty-eight. So that's why we have this little bit of extra income. And I don't know, should we? Oh, I get you. So you're saying that the $24,000 that comes in a year Mm-hmm. is gross. It's not, It's before you pay the mortgage, right? Correct, correct. Okay, I got it. I got it now. Okay, very good. How old are the kids? Uh, 11 and 14. Is there any reason why you would have to do something in the building where we should keep you a little bit more liquid and having some cash on hand? Like, you know, that's, you make the mortgage payment, but is there some maintenance? Is there going to be some sort of capital call in any way? Anything like that? So that's a good question. I don't really understand commercial <laughs> rentals very well, mm-hmm. but um, my husband explains to me that we have a triple net lease. So yep. basically, the, the the business pays for any maintenance, okay. any repairs. Okay. So yeah, we don't, I mean, we pay the property tax. That's the only thing, Okay, but it, that's already set aside before. Yeah. Okay. I'm all for putting more money in the 529. It's weird. Like, have you run your retirement numbers actually? A little bit. I put them in some online calculators. Yeah, and and it (laughs) comes out like things are great, right? It comes out like we're on track, but I am kind of a nervous Nelly. So like I always worry while I can, should I be socking more away? (laughs) I think that, I mean, it sounds to me like education's important. I mean, could you put more away? Sure. You know, like, yeah, yeah, you could, but I don't feel like you need to like make yourself so nutty about this. I really don't. I think you've got plenty of cash on hand. You've got, and and I also think as anybody I know who has like been in this kind of soft dollar situation, usually the people who have like succeeded in that are the people who continue to succeed in that. I know that you want to be conservative, which I understand, but I really do think you're probably looking at a higher pension amount in the future. You know, than that 1400, because I think chances are you're probably going to keep making, you know, being able to get grants and do the work you're going to do. But I like that you're being conservative about it. I mean, I think that putting the money into the 529 plan will work if you had a whole bunch of extra money or if it became clear that you're sort of, you know, that one of your kids is really is going to stay in this in state and you're going to have a lower expense for college then so be it. Then you can, you know, jam up the money in in your retirement later. So I think it's fine. I really, I think that's perfectly fine. Okay. Um, and the only other thing is that if you really do feel like you don't want to tie the money up, you could just put it in the brokerage account. You really okay. could. It's not the worst thing in the world either, but I, w- I would use the 529. I think you're in good shape. I really do. Do, do you have any other issues that are like kind of bugging you right now? I don't hear many people in like the financial podcasts or things that I listen to talk about commercial real estate. Is there anything that we should keep in mind as like moving forward with being a co-owner of this building? Like well, I just, I'll tell you one thing, the only thing to keep in mind is that, you know, what happens to that asset at the end of the day? Is there some sort of agreement that as like you bought this other person out? Like what if your husband said, I'm leaving or I'm retiring? What happens to his share? Is there some sort of arrangement set up, a legal arrangement where you have 
a buy-sell agreement that's in place for when someone retires. And if they don't, then I would do that. I would actually have a lawyer kind of deal with that. But the only thing you need to worry about is that, you know, you got a few hundred thousand dollars that's floating out there that's hard to make liquid without some sort of agreement ahead of time. Okay. But that's it. Okay. You have wills? Yes. Do you have life insurance? Yes. You're in great shape. You should enjoy it. Stop stressing out so much. You're doing what you need to be doing. You really are. I'll tell you when you need to stress out. You don't need to stress out about this. You're in great shape. You really are. And if you can just remember this or put this on a loop, just hear this like, Catherine, Catherine's husband, you're in very good shape. Don't worry. Don't stress. No stressing. Keep your jobs. Keep doing what you're doing and get those kids to in-state school. Boy, you'll feel a lot less stressed (laughs) if that's the case. I'll tell you that much, right? Yeah. Don't worry. You're really in good shape. So thank you so much for joining us today. If you are a stressor, an anxious kind of person like Catherine, and you want us to hold your hand and give you a little bit of perspective, we can do that. Just go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, complete the form, check the box. If you are really shy, we'll always do email episodes. Don't worry about that. If you're not subscribed to this podcast, you can do so on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Please, if you would not mind, leave us a rating and review wherever you listen. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 